0: Hello everybody. Um, I'll still not come up with a title for this podcast, um, but it's essentially uh, the recovery from the operation I had today. So I'll give you a bit of background. My name's Adam Tanker. I'm 38 years old, uh, originally from Manchester, and a lovely wife, Christine, and three amazing children. Uh, childhood really don't want to bore you with. I um, started my career. I joined the Royal Air Force uh, when I was 21 years old. It was kind of an always an ambition of mine to become an air crew, especially a loadmaster. Anyway, cutting a long story short, I, one day I woke up in a fancy hotel in the States uh, and I couldn't move. My back was hurting so much. Um, it took me a while to get off the bed and get all this stuff ready and get on the aircraft. Uh, but the pain subsided as the day went on. I just thought it was one of those temporary things. So uh, a couple of weeks later noticed it really wasn't getting better so I went to see a doctor who uh, referred me straight to physio. Uh, so the first visit to the physio uh, was basically tried to understand what was up with me. Originally thought it could have been the uh, sacroiliac joint, and it wasn't to be. Um, So, after the appointment I went home, went to sleep as usual, and the next day I woke up, and the pain had moved uh, from the lower back down my right leg. And that carried on like that for a while. Still managed to fly, still managed to uh, work, which was great. Uh, And eventually after a couple of ups and downs with flare-ups and things, I managed to get myself on a three-week physio course at RAF Halton, Uh, a cracking place, cracking facility. Um, Really good people. Um, But halfway through the second week, um, an exercise I was given. kind of made things go downhill, I'd say. I woke up the next day with lots of pain um, down the lower leg, uh, the right leg. And it continued to get worse over the weekend, even though I tried to walk it off. Uh, And on Monday morning I woke up and um, found that my right leg um, was no feeling, it was numb down the right hand side. And also I'd lost kind of a lot of power, uh, couldn't walk upstairs as quick and couldn't stand on my tiptoes on my right leg. Needs to say, um, it wasn't ideal and um, the, the staff at Holton were understanding and... And uh, unfortunately during that time my wife's uh, husband was um, seriously ill. In which case I had to finish the course and go home to look after my children whilst I was in a lot of pain um, so my wife could um, eventually go back to Manchester and um, be with her dad when he died a couple of days later and didn't get any better from there really the day he died I, uh, I was on my own upstairs and um, just just trying to get out of bed and I couldn't move the pain was the, the worst I've ever felt I managed to curl up in a bar and shout my daughter Amy Um, she's my eldest, she's amazing and she got my painkillers and essentially I I took the tramadol and the amitriptyline and the brufin and the the paracetamol and just stayed as still as I could and I had to break it to my wife and ring her up and ask her to come home, which is the last thing I really wanted with um, with what happened um, to her dad but she came uh, and I was so happy to see her the next day Really happy, and so the pain continued—not as bad, but continued um, up until uh, the Saturday just gone. Um, tried to take my do- my uh, my son out to watch his first football game. Walking's tough and a little bit painful, but manageable. Um, it's a lovely day. Watched Chipping and Town draw one all in the uh, FA Cup fourth round qualifiers. He loved it. And I loved it too. Um, but I, on the drive home, I packed up as usual, um, went to get out of the car and just felt a burning fire sensation in my right, I guess, sciatic nerve. It was horrible and um, reminded me of the previous um, flare-up. So I tried to rest as much as possible in bed over the next couple of days. Um, And then yesterday, um, Tuesday, the 23rd of October, I woke up, needed a toilet. I knew it was going to be painful, so I got out of bed. And just something wasn't right. I felt like I needed to push uh, to urinate. And I knew one of these was was one of the red flag symptoms that the doctors and the physios have always talking about. Uh, with regards to Requina. So I got back in bed and gave the doctor a ring. Uh, he decided he wanted to see me that afternoon. Unfortunately, I live an hour away from the doctor and I couldn't drive, so I asked one of my uh, work friends if he could possibly uh, drive me, and he agreed. Uh, and he was on the way to pick me up when I um, managed to get myself downstairs. And that thing's went really turned for the worse. The pain was unbelievable. And then I had this overriding urge to go and have a poo. Um, I hadn't pooed for four, four or five days, blaming it on the cocoa de Mol being bunged up. And I sat on the toilet, and without getting into too much detail, um, it, it was big. But at the same time, I couldn't feel a thing. It was the strangest sensation. Um, once I thought I'd finished, I uh, wiped my bum, as people do. Uh, Again, in a lot of agony, but strangely, absolutely no sensation, totally numb, Um, at which point I decided that I needed um, an ambulance. Um, My amazing daughter again rang an ambulance for me and talked to the uh, the, um, the person over the phone and after a while, (laughs) I'd say probably about 45 minutes, the uh, first responder turned up and essentially just monitored me whilst I was curled up in a ball on the floor. Um, until the uh, um, main ambulance turned up, which was nearly over two hours from originally ringing in 999, which was strange, but I was still glad to see them. I managed to walk, all but really painfully, onto the ambulance, and uh, off to Great Western Hospital, Swindon. Um, Again, really good at A&E, really good for me, giving me uh, pain relief, um, talking about what could be wrong, uh, one of the um, one of the surgeon uh, so one of the doctors uh, explained to me that what the possibilities was be, uh, and that I could be rushed into emergency surgery unfortunately uh, the, st- the lovely staff in the E d department had already given me something to eat and drink, and so surgery was out of the question that evening um, but it gave me a chance to um, relax a bit one uh, pain relief and I went for an MRI the next morning today um, Managed to have an MRI. The surgeon was very quick afterwards. Seeing it, told me that the uh, the disc um, needed removing. It, it got really bad, um, and that I'd be going to surgery today. So a bit panicked, as you might uh, you know expect. Um, I've still not got any feeling back in in uh, my legs. I'm still numb around the bum, and so kind of eager to get things sorted, even though it's complicated, you know, surgery. Uh, After surgery I went, a few hours later, uh, came out of surgery. So much pain in the lower back, the pain down the legs had completely gone and moved back to the lower back. Uh, But things were numb, Um, things that weren't numb before have become numb. Um, Very worrying. Um, Legs are still numb. Still powerless, less power in legs, and, but the pain had gone as I said. Uh, but more worryingly, um, yeah, my genitals were completely numb where they weren't before surgery. Um, I got quite angry and quite upset and I was in a lot of pain. Um, yeah. So managed to get back to the ward. Uh, got more pain relief, and the doctor said I needed another MRI to see what's happening. Um, the MRI even the second time was really painful. Um, moving from the bed, it was uh, incredibly painful. Uh, and then I needed a week, um, bursting for a week. I had a bottle next to me, but just couldn't go. Nothing was happening. Um, yeah, not good. I waited around a while for a porter, which case uh, the uh, specialist came down to see me and told me the sac MRI MRI was clean. It, it, there was nothing else putting any pressure on any nerves, and um, tried to reassure me that you know give it a few t- give it time and sensations could come back, may come back. Um, yeah. I went back to the ward, I had to have a catheter put in, obviously the uh, bladder was a bit full then, I warned them <laughs> the nurse that it you know, could be a, a tsunami down there once it was uh, plugged in, but she was uh, confident in, uh, in her skills and she was great, uh, unfortunately it took three attempts to get the catheter in, and when it did go in, as warned, uh, yeah, a little bit of wee, let's say, came out and covered me in the bed, um, but I was just so glad that the catheter was in, to be honest. Uh, and emptied over a litre of of, uh, (laughs) we straight away which is quite shocking Uh, which leads me to here now I've just been taken to a ward I'm in a room on my own which is uh, one of the reasons why I thought about doing a podcast and more for my own sanity as well just to talk things through in my head and try to come to terms with that what could happen Trying to stay positive, (laughs) if not for uh, me, uh, for Christine, with her just losing her father. It's uh, tough for her also. (sighs) Yeah, Um, try to speak to you tomorrow.